Welcome to Mom Means Business, the podcast where we celebrate the incredible strength and resilience of moms who are turning their dreams into reality. With your hosts, Jamie and Jessica. This is more than just a podcast. It's your mom business meeting. So let's dive in, connect, and together let's show the world that mom means business. Good morning. I am a little congested today. I can hear myself. I'm very nasally. Honestly, um, same. Same, right. same, same. It's like the allergy season. I don't know. Anyway, it's 8.40 on a Thursday when we are recording this. So in October, it's rainy here. I don't know what it's like. By oh, June. it's like sunny and beautiful, like the most crisp fall weather here oh, right man. now. No, you know, when like the sky is just like so blue in fall and the grass yeah. is like so green. Yeah, I, I love those days. I know. I told Kyle last night on our walk, I was like, this to me. Like a crisp fall evening and morning is one of the finest things in this life. Yes, I agree. I can get down with that. Yesterday, there was actually a rainbow in the sky where like the light was meeting the clouds and the blueness of the sky. I took a picture of it because it was so beautiful. Oh my gosh. What a great way to start this podcast this morning. (laughs) I know. I know. Before the show, we were like kind of (laughs) down. So (laughs) this is good. We really turned it around within seconds. (laughs) Um, Okay, let me just give you a little bit of an agenda of our business meeting today. So we have victories and celebrations. I, you know, I even want to say like something you're proud of. Victory celebration is something you're proud of. Uh, We have some water cooler talk. Uh, I have a mom jam. I don't know if you have a mom jam, but I... I have a good I'm in one. a slump. I'm in a oh, slump. Well, I, I got one for you. Okay. Um, we have quite a bit of quite a bit of business chatter, so stay tuned for that. We have some news in the biz world, and then um, I have a, it takes a village. So anyway, that's our that's our lineup for today. So let's start with victories and celebrations. Okay. Okay. You go first. Yeah. So we were just talking about this. So, you know, Jessica and I, we like Marco Polo all week long and I, okay. I'm a big reader and I have been not like, I'm not like a, this sounds really bad, but I'm not like a, <laughs> I, I read like a very fiction books. Like I like, like thrillers. I like, I, I'm not out here reading like business <laughs> books in like I professional. <laughs> I know I'm so bad. I need to, um, reading is very much like my reward at the end of a very chaotic day. So anyways, I have been sleeping on Colleen Hoover. I see everyone like posting about Colleen. I even read her. I know. I've been sleeping on it. Like I see everyone posting about her on Goodreads. Uh, So finally I purchased that. um, Kyle and I recently had a date night and we went to like a local bookstore and I went on a bender and bought so many books and I bought her series. It starts with us and it ends (gasps) with us. Have you read it? Have you read it? Yes. Jessica. Same. I literally couldn't. I read it in like, I finished the whole series in 72 hours because I I just was like on. It was such, I never read like, that's a romance to me. I told, I told Kyle, I don't usually read that genre. And I told Kyle, I was like, it was like, cause I'm a big reality TV watcher. And I was like, so many twists and turns. I felt like I was watching like an episode of like Love is Blind or the Kardashians or something. It just was so, I was so sad when it was done. Me too. I, I truly feel depressed. So all this wraps around my victory <laughs> is that I hate when I do this, but I've been staying up until like 1, 1 AM reading this freaking book that I cannot put down. So I've been exhausted 
because I get up at like 6 a.m. So I've just been so tired. So last night I took a little break because I finished the series um, and I went to bed at like 10 o'clock and I am feeling so rested today and I forgot how wonderful that feeling is. Yeah, I I should have warned you about that, honestly. Um, Jessica, I, almost, <laughs> I cannot. I've just been like still daydreaming about the characters because I just atlas? like oh please. my send me what? an atlas. Okay, what did you picture him like? Because in the beginning, I pictured him as like I don't know, like kind of like your complexion. And like, I almost pictured him with like a ponytail, like dark hair, ponytail. I don't know why. And I had to change how I viewed him because then she started giving descriptives of like, he has those like crystal blue eyes. And I was like, wait, so does he have like blonde hair? Everything I thought about Atlas is not how I had pictured him in my head. I always pictured him with dark hair, dark complexion, yes. blue eyes, like light eyes, oh, like green. Okay. And then, but I like in the beginning, I pictured him like malnourished. He was homeless. Yes, same. And same. then I could not transition him to like military body. Like yes. I could not take okay. him from like I don't have a place to live. I haven't eaten in two days to like I am lean yes. and buff and. I cook. I'm a chef, but I'm like an effective chef. I, I couldn't take it there. What a series. Honestly, oh, should so we good. add a book club segment? Because I think oh. we talk about this for forever. Yes. And actually, I have another book that I want to share. Oh, you should put this on your list. So if okay. you want to twist and turn, tip, like book like Colleen Hoover, it's called The Many Lives of Mama Love. And it's about this woman who was very successful in California. I'm still trying to get to the bottom of, is it true or is it not? Because you know how they use the wording like based on a true story oh, okay. or. Um, oh, it's a memoir. Memoir. Yeah. Oh, it's a memoir. What does that yeah, mean? It does is. I mean, it's like real. A memoir it's like a true... of lying, stealing, writing, and healing. Okay, does a memoir mean it? that. It's got you... a 4.48 on Goodreads. It is so good. Okay. Like, add against my list. She is successful in California. A business owner has four children and then gets into drugs and gets put in jail, loses everything. Then she has to like uh, spoiler getting... alert for anyone listening. No, it's not a spoiler. Okay, okay. I'm not gonna tell you the end. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Well then I'll stop there. So she okay. goes to jail. I just That's like the list. first ten pages. Okay. All right. I'm gonna buy it. I just started well, I'm going to well, okay, I read like two pages last night. I started Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover because I'm obviously uh, on know. I will. It's got also like a four point four on Goodreads. I picked okay. like her highest one uh-huh. and I was just bought that one on Amazon. Okay. All right. You know you get like points when you buy books on Amazon and then you can apply your points to like more book purchases. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, good to know. Okay. Yeah, noted. Okay. Let's... Victory, we're well-rested. Jessica's like, wish I could say the same, but... <laughs> yeah, not well-rested over here. Very tired. Very tired. Making it through the week. And this rain does not help. Like, you know, when it's rainy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. Um, I can't remember the song that I sang last time with the water cooler talk, but anyway, I'm not going to sing for you guys today. But we're going to move on to water coolers. <laughs> Meet me at the water cooler, Jamie. Um, here I am. I'm here. I have, like not anything on my list. Okay. So, I have something I want to talk about. Good. Let's talk about nails. Um, yes. Oh my God. I'm already in. Yeah, I know. I know you are. Okay. So, you know, I have been a fake nail girly for like forever. 
like mm-hmm. very long time. Yeah. I love to wear fake nails. It's just my favorite thing ever. But, and I think we have briefly discussed this, Jessica, right before my sister's wedding, I was dead set. We all went and got our nails together and I was like, yeah, I'm going to get a set. Like, this is what I do. I, this is what I'm doing. And the people were like, well, your nails are really long. Are you sure? And they convinced me not to get a set. And I was like, wow, I'm feeling a little bit not like myself and a little bit like empty inside that they convinced me I I did the dip. However, I still have the dip on um, three weeks later and I am getting my nails done today with Sydney and I'm going to do it again. I'm kind of like sold on it. I'm going to get black for Halloween. I'm really excited. That's all I ever get is the dip. I I know you do that. I know you do that. And it always lasts for forever. So I think I'm sold on it. And I think that's like, I think that's my new thing. Okay. So tell me, what are you going to do for your Halloween? Because you, last year, your Halloween nails were like on So point. good. I know. Because they were, I, I don't know that I'm going to do that. Because like, I feel like if I get, some, like last year, I had like mummies. I had like yeah. a whole situation on my nails. And I feel like, I don't know. I feel weird doing that on like my, my real nails. I don't know why. Because I don't have as much space yet. Because they're not as long as I want them to be. You know, <laughs> they're like. I don't yeah, know. I yeah, they're like not so long. Okay, yeah. this is what I'm going to do because I'm, I'm getting my nails done on Friday. I am going to do black tips and oh. they're going to like drip down my nails. Ooh, love. I love. Which is very out of character for me. Like I'm usually a solid color. I am not like adventurous in my nails, but as of late, I have really- Halloween's the time too. If you're going to do it yeah. any time- you do it on okay. I'm actually gonna pull some inspo because I'm feeling now like I because I really had set on just getting black, but now I feel like I want to do like you want to do thing. something. Yeah, maybe I even do a like thing. a black and orange swirl. Yeah. Like, Ooh, a neon green. That's your vibe. That's the, and that's what I had last year. I had those mummies with the neon green yes, eyes. I loved them. Yeah, they were okay. so good. Didn't you do them yourself? Yeah, I just, it was just like a set that I had bought, and I yeah. them, and they were like the pointed tip. Like, uh huh. Yes, so I loved it. I, I loved, loved it. that it too. Good. I loved that too. Um, okay. Okay. Well, I think at some point we wanted to talk about parties. Last time we had talked about parties. Yep. Kid so, parties. Kid, kid parties. parties. Oh, okay. I don't have kid parties. I got mom parties. All right. I'm going to let's, I'm going to briefly talk about kid parties. So okay, go for it. Um, I don't know why. And I don't know if you feel like this, Jessica, but the year that Rory was born mm-hmm. in 2018, mm-hmm. every kid was born in October. I don't know what was happening. <laughs> Literally every single kid in that's the year a, of 2018 was born in October. Okay. It's a Valentine's Day. It, it's like, no, it's, I think it's a January. It's 10 months. Oh, years we probably won't. February. Maybe, maybe January, February, something like that. Your birthday. That could yeah, be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was something like that. So, um, <laughs> We just have a trillion. I swear it was like this when we were at Rory's last school too, but every single kid was like almost the same age. They're all like three days apart. So um, we have, you know, like it's one of our school rules that like if you have a birthday party, you have to invite everyone, like the whole class. You can't. Oh my just God, say, please. Yeah. I mean, I can't even get down with that. Girl. So um, We've had a lot of birthday parties lately, and we recently went to one that was, like, at a mom's house. She's such a cool mom. She does my lashes. Like, she's such an actual boss businesswoman here in the town that I live in. Such a cool mom. Throws, like, the biggest party in her backyard. Bounce house. Whole, like, water guns. 
water guns. Everyone was clapping. That kids were crying. All the kids are <laughs> because all the kids, all the kids want to shoot the other kids with the water guns, but nobody wants to actually be shot with the water gun because they're so, just so angry. They're like, "This is how I'm going to take it out." Oh yeah. So all the kids are crying. They're all crying. They're like, "Don't I said to shoot me!" <laughs> And I, in my head, was like, I am just not a mom that can have an entire classroom party. No, like, I just, I really can't do me that. either. I can't. I can't do it. So we are not doing that. We are having like, we have a lot of family that live here in our town. So they obviously all have to come. And then um, Rory's little best friend that lives across the street will come. But Rory, hope you're not listening to this because spoiler alert, I booked the Kona ice truck, which is like, you know, the shaved oh, ice yeah, truck, yeah, yeah. to come to our in house. In October, Jamie. It's cold. In October. Well, we'll see. It's Did in like two weeks. Too? Jeez. <laughs> kids, don't, kids don't care about the temperature, okay? They'll you're probably right, run up right. there barefoot their with their blue and they're exactly. shivering. And they're like, this is so amazing. <laughs> exactly. And I got a bounce house. So it'll be, um, but Rory keeps being like, and all my friends in my class are coming to my oh, party. Boy. And I'm like, no, Rory, you need to understand that is absolutely like not happening. Like oh, all your friends nice. from school will not be at this birthday party. <laughs> Anyways, I just like can't do that. But you've been throwing big parties. Like you just did that big party for George and Elizabeth. Oh, did I do a big party? Didn't oh, you? But you got like yeah, McDonald's. Jamie, we were like at a park and we we rented a shelter and the shelter was like $35. And we were like at the park and they played the whole time. They didn't even want to come eat. I was getting a, a chicken nugget tray from Chick-fil-A, but we had like 40 kids and um Sorry, no shade on Chick-fil-A, but like that chicken nugget tray is so expensive and it is not a lot of chicken nuggets. So yeah, I made true. them all at home and I got frozen chicken nuggets. I made them at home, put them in a tin and transferred them. And those kids went bananas over some frozen nuggets and mm, ketchup. Good job. Good job. How many did you have to make? Um, I made five bags that had <laughs> like, I don't know, something like 50 nuggets in it. What are they? Those little ones that look like Chick-fil-A nuggets from like yes. Costco? The What are they called? Barely? Barely something? I don't, I don't know. I, I know what you're talking about. Those yeah. are so good. Yeah. Cool. I, okay. Yeah. So, so see, you're kind of like, you threw a big party. But okay, Jessica's kids are really close and like their birthdays are really. Yeah, two days apart. Two, yeah. So joint birthday parties. Joint birthday party. Yeah. And I don't know how long I'm going to be able to make that last, but I'm going to ride the wave for yeah. as long as I can. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm all – so I used to have them at my house, but then I'm like, I can't clean up after these people all the time. No. I, just, I don't have the energy for that. So the park is great. Um, and then we also do like one just our family thing. They get to pick like one yeah. thing. And that's the thing. Like like George wanted to do chick, uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Good Lord. And then Elizabeth wanted to go bowling, which also good Lord because my thumbs cannot do the bowling. <laughs> well, guess where? You'll never guess where we're going. Where but you Chuck can guess. Chuck e. My Cheese? favorite place ever. Oh, Similar to Lodge. Yeah. Gosh, I bought the birthday out. package and all. No, you, I, the way you have committed to this, I cannot even. And this time, the grandparents are coming. It's oh. going to be. <laughs> and you and Kyle go on a nice little date at the Great Wolf Lodge with kids screaming all about. Oh, well, you know, I sorry everyone if I've already said this, but the best part of Great Wolf Lodge is that little dance party in the evenings where all the parents are like a little bit drunk with like their bud lights like and all the kids are just like dancing to the kids bop DJ like 
What, what a place. place. What a place. We all spent like $800 for the night at Grand <laughs> But the family's all in. <laughs> you freaking better be at that price point. That's all I have to say. So good. Okay. Um, I'm going to save my party stuff for It Takes a Village because okay. I'm really okay. excited. Ooh. Finish my it Takes a Village. Yay. Um, okay, Mom Jams, are you ready? I have one for you. All right, go. Okay, I'm going to say this like three times because you need to go look this up on whatever platform you listen to your music on. Even if it's YouTube, like look I'm it up. I'm literally okay? going to add it to my library when you say it. It's amazing. It's called Something Good by Anthony Brown and Group Therapy. And well, you find it on Peloton? You, yes, you Knew better it. believe it. So Kirsten Ferguson does uh, Intention Setting Sundays, and she always does like some type of like gospel song. And this is like just it just sets your day off so it's just good, nice, yes. So like, not like a hype song; it's like a feel good song. It's a feel good song. It's okay. like something good is coming to you right now. Those are the lyrics. Okay. Um, and so you're just like, yes, yeah, something good is coming to me right now. Right now. Cool. In this moment. I deserve it. Cool. Um, so anyway, just, you know, in the car, after you listen to our podcast, put this song on and see how it makes you feel. Okay. Noted. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. I added okay. it to my library. I'm going to listen to it on my way to my next meeting. Perfect. Um, okay. Business chatter. I think we have quite a bit here, so let's um let's let's go. Last time we talked about uh, we that we wanted to share being spread too thin, and I think that was something you said you wanted to chat about. So I put it here. Ready, go. Oh my gosh, how do you even? I this is okay. Let me just say I've been doing these really weird like interviews lately where I have to write a lot of things. And I'm like, can somebody just like get on the phone with me and transcribe this? Because I'm like, and this is how I feel when I'm about to talk about this, because I've been having to do so much thought framing lately mm -hmm. to be like, okay, you asked me a really intense question and like how much of it, like, do you want two pages? Do you want a paragraph? Like I could write so much about this and that's how I feel about this topic. So I think this is something obviously that we all experience. And I think like we live in a culture now where it's like, you can work 24 seven if you want to. And this is something I have struggled with. Like, oh my gosh, I've struggled with this so hard and just always saying yes to everything and being like, okay, mm -hmm. this contract looks good. Let's say yes. Or like somebody asked us to do this job. Yeah, let's do it. Like, that's exciting. And I want to be able to do that. And like, I think we all want to be able to do that. But this right now, I was just talking about this the other day. This is like the first time since the start of my business that I feel that I am doing the things like I, everything, like why I started be still getaways is happening. I'm like, I feel like I am able to like take time to be with my family, to get away and to like, you know, I just, I don't feel like I'm on 24 seven. I feel like now we have built this like killer team that is doing the most, you know, and obviously keeping tabs and making sure your team isn't spread too thin is right. critical, but I think like understanding everyone has a limit and everyone has a line for like, yes, I will say yes, I will say yes, but oh, that I won't do. And mm -hmm. I, I think it's an interesting thing about like, what is the thing that you say no to? And like, what is the line where you're like, yeah, I'm down to say yes all day, but wait, no, I won't do that. So um, not to take it back to Peloton, but to take it back to Peloton, Robin Arzan says 
what can you say no to, to allow for another? Yes. 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 What is something you can say no to for the yet that like the yes, that's meaningful. And I think that's so important to remember in terms of like reframing the no, right? Like you're not just saying no, you're saying no to allow for a yes later that might be more, um, I don't know, close to your values. So, Mm. right. Like I'm saying no to this thing because I'm going to say yes to my kid later when they want to sit and watch a show or when they want to cook dinner with me. Um, So I think just like reframing the no even. I agree. James says this to me all the time because I, I feel a lot of guilt around saying no sometimes to things. And he's like, they're not thinking about it. Why are you thinking about it? You're, mm. you're just sort of like stewing in your no, and they already accepted it and moved on. So mm. you need to accept your no and move on. You said Solid. no for a reason. Right. And that is really helpful for me because I really struggle with saying no. Yeah, <laughs> so do I. And I think like doing exactly that because I, t- I do tend to internalize so much of that to be like, like I make so many decisions by myself within my head. And to be able to like talk with your husband or people on your team to be like, this is why we're going to say no to this and to feel that validation and remember like, why did we say no to that? Oh yeah, this is why, because this client didn't want to do X, Y, Z or whatever it is. Um, I think that's really solid. I had something else I wanted to say about that and now it's escaping me. Well, I'll add one more thing in that you know, when you take on too much, you don't, you're not able to give a hundred percent to anything. And I will also argue, I have to uh, present for a class, a grad class in a a few weeks. And they want me to talk about like being a mom and doing work and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, you're never, you're never able to give a hundred percent to everything. But what, what percentage do you feel comfortable giving to these things? I think that is important to think about. Like, you can't, I don't know. I think that there's no actual balance. It's like, how are you just managing keeping all the plates up? I think about I like agree. Yeah. being a waitress, like, like yeah. how do you manage keeping all the plates up? That's Yeah. And it's a mindset too. It's like, I think like the whole guilt complex is like, that's a you thing to work out. And like one area of my life where I used to feel this and I don't anymore is that like, it is so important for me. And I know we've talked about this before, but it is so important for me to be social during the week and to like mm-hmm. take time and like go have drinks with my friends. And I used to feel guilty about that. And now I'm like, nope, this is how I am a better mom. This is like how I, I, I have to do this. And I'm sorry, but we're out here doing the most. So we are doing the most in this whole idea, even you saying, and us even having a podcast that is called mom means business, but it's like being like, you're going to talk at a grad seminar about being a mom and working. I hope they have a dad coming in. That's like, tell us about being a dad right. and how you work. They don't, don't, don't even get me started. You're like, oh yeah. How do I literally be a superwoman every single day of my life? Yeah. It's It's exhausting and our mental health is medium, but we're doing it. But we're doing it every single day. Oh my gosh. I could talk about that for forever. You're like, yeah, how do I literally take care of every single person in my life and work and support our family? I don't Mm -hmm. know. I just, yeah. Doing the most, take care of yourself and know your worth. That's what I wanted to say. I'm like, it has taken me so long to know my worth and to be like, I think so many times we are afraid to like put dollar signs on things or to Mm -hmm. be like, 
yeah, this is what it costs if you want me to do this. Or like, this is going to be the thing. And you're like, oh, but what if I don't get as much business if I make the cost this? And it's like, be confident in your product and be confident in what you are offering to people and know your worth. It's like, it's similar to what you said, how people aren't thinking about your no. When you offer the price, so many people who are seeking your services are going to be like, okay, that's what it costs. And we're going to do it. We're going to move forward. Um, and and don't be afraid of the thing. journey to get right. to your worth, right? I, I think, it, Jamie, like, I, I think if you hadn't started where you started, not that you wouldn't know your worth because you, you know your worth. It's just like now it's really impactful. And now right. it's a boundary. And now you know, and you're not going to veer from from what you're worth. And so I think part of it is the journey of the start to the now Notice I didn't say finish. The start to the now to, yeah. to understand what your worth is. Mm, I like the <laughs> idea of calling your worth a boundary. I think that's – I think yeah. when you can make that realization, things start to change in your industry, and that's when you do start to find your balance. So yeah, yeah. I like that. All right. Well, we'll leave it there. Um, moving on to the next thing, I wrote down that I wanted to talk really quickly about uh, – 2024 and Jamie knows I'm big on goals. So setting your 2024 goals for your company, for your business, for yourself as a mom, as a woman, uh, as an entrepreneur, whatever that looks like. And then also creating some budgeting around that. Like, what does that look like? Um, you know, even if it's your own personal, uh, finances, even if it's your own personal, uh, if it's like your business, what is your budget? how are you looking into 2024? And I know we're in 2023, right? Like theoretically we're in Q4 2023, but, um, I, I just find so much value in already putting some thought behind what 2024 might look like. This is the most Jessica thing ever. I just have to say (laughs) since, since the day that I met Jessica, I'm serious. I probably only knew Jessica for like a couple of months. We've known each other for a long time. I don't know if we ever said this, but I was in grad school when I met Jessica and she was the director of tutoring and I, the rest is history. That's it. Um, I was a grad student in the office that um, Jessica worked in. So, and then I came to also work in that office full time. But I remember one of the first things I listened to Jessica say too, because at that point I was a grad student and I was observing like the, this group of women talking that like later became like my group of friends as well. But I was like, obviously lower on the totem pole than they were. And I wasn't like in their friend group yet. But I remember hearing Jessica talk about like her and James setting goals like for New Year's and how they like tape them to their bathroom mirror and look at them. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I'll, and I'll say I am I am not good at that in the way that Jessica is. I find myself kind of being like, this is what I want to do. And But on the day-to-day, I fly by, my, by the seat of my pants. In a sense, that sounds very like catastrophical and it's not as catastrophical as it sounds. Um, but Jessica is very good at writing down goals and I am not. I know what I want to achieve and what I want to do and it's on my brain, but Jessica is one of the most intentional people I know in being like, and here is the goal and I'm going to squirrel away all of this every single month and I'm going to make the goal happen. And like, yeah, God, I respect you so much for that. It's amazing. I think this is really great because we've got the yin and the yang to this. It's so true. And <laughs> like, obviously what works for me might not work for Jamie, even though she might feel like she wants to do what I do. 
but I think it just has to come so naturally in the way you do it. Right. So like, I, like Jamie said, I like to write it down and I put it in the bathroom mirror or it's in front of me constantly, but like Jamie just has it in her head. And if that is what is natural for you, then do that. Like, don't make it an extra task. Like, my gosh, if it's a no for you, say no. <laughs> we just talked about that. But I think, you know, even just taking a minute and thinking about what 2024 looks like for you is so valuable versus 2024 being here. And then now you're like, now I'm 10 steps behind again, all the time. Why? So anyway, here's your reminder. Think about 2024. It is on the horizon. I don't know. I think we're less than a hundred days to Christmas. I don't know. This oh gosh. Just, oh gosh. Yeah. Speaking of that. Yeah. Okay. So one, one more note on just like goal setting. Cause I think like, I think we're thinking about it from like a goals and a budgeting stance. So this is funny because this is a conversation I've been having with a lot of people lately is like there are budgeters like Jessica, like Jessica is. Yes. I have spreadsheets. Yes. Is a spreadsheet budgeter. And I know mm -hmm. there are a lot of people that do this. I know that there are people that do the whole um, Dave Ramsey, like envelope mm -hmm. system, like yep. all of that. I am, Kyle and I did do that in the beginning of our marriage, but I am not either of those people. I am very much like a, uh, everything's on auto draft. Like this goes into my Roth IRA. This, this rolls into savings. Like I don't think about any of these systems. I, I'm like, here's what it's set to. And when we have bigger goals, we will increase the amount that is auto drafting monthly to go into the, this pot of money. You know what I mean? Um, oh my gosh, that would give me so much anxiety, but I, <laughs> oh my I hear God. you. You know what gives me anxiety? Spreadsheets of my budget. I got enough spreadsheets in my life. But like, do you verify that the correct amount of money is like being transferred? Like at what point do you, oh my gosh. This what is do you mean? Like, this is embarrassing. Like, this is a little a bit of an exposure moment. I know what's happening. What day it drafts. I'm like, looks good. Everything's looking healthy and good. Let's keep on the... <laughs> Keep on the path. <laughs> Looking healthy and good. Let's just yeah, keep going. I look at it and I look at it like, um, man, this is getting really kind of like deep and raw. In in the past, I and I don't know what's wrong with me. Maybe I need like therapy for this. But in the past, I have had a lot of like anxiety about, and and I think it's because we were so poor at certain parts in our marriage. Like when we got married, I was a grad student, and we I remember all, this. Grad students make um pretty much zero dollars uh, in, yeah. in terms of like life. Um, and Kyle was like an after school coordinator. Oh, you I know, didn't know that. Yes, this is when like we remember we pushed our wedding forward. We got married uh -huh. early. We weren't yep. gonna get married when I was a grad student. Got married when I was a grad student, and so Kyle was like had a teaching degree. But where we lived in Boone, if you know Boone, North Carolina, it, there is. The opportunity is extremely minimal to land. Kyle was a PE teacher. So it's uh, like you have to wait for the most perfect opportunity of a PE job coming available to yeah. be able to get it. So anyways, he was taking whatever work he could get in his field. We were so poor. We were <laughs> so, so poor. I, mean, I remember seriously. you lived in the like little yeah. apartment. We lived in one house. room. Yeah, we yeah. lived in one room. Our rent was $500 a month, which is mm -hmm. unheard of. Yeah, in my good Lord. Um. And so I had so much anxiety about money. Like I was so stressed and we did do like Dave Ramsey then, mm -hmm. but I just, I don't know. I still like 
feel triggers around money sometimes. Mm -hmm. So auto draft is just what works for me. I'm like, this is how much is going into all these pools of money. I know that it's happening. And I'm not having to physically initiate the process. Your auto draft is my spreadsheet. So like your comfort in that auto draft is my spreadsheet. Yes. I think that's like, I love this conversation so much because I think this is so important for people to hear of like, it's, it's not a one size fits all. It's right. Like not a one shoe. It's like maybe a sandal, maybe a tennis shoe. I don't know. Like I agree. Mine's like a Birkenstock, I think. Is it? I don't know what I would call mine. I don't know. <laughs> it's like the most conservative of all the things. Like a, a like a Mary Jane or whatever those are. <laughs> I love this con- this is a conversation I love having though, because I'm just so interested. I'm like, what are like what are people doing? I'm just I just want to know. Like, how yeah. are you handling it? Everyone's Mm -hmm. doing it differently. And I think it's like, I don't know, another thing Jessica taught me when I was, I mean, again, grad school, you're like paving the way for quote unquote adulthood. But Jessica was always so transparent about discussing finances. And like, I remember like this still sticks with me. This is so funny. I remember you used to tell me like, whatever you had left in your bank account at like before payday is what you would roll over to your savings. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Do you still do that? Not as much anymore, um, but I, it's funny that you say that because one of my goals for 2024 is to get back to doing that. Yeah, yeah. I know. I always say that to Kyle too. I'm like, Jessica and James did this thing. We should try that. But I just – I'm kind of like – I just like it to sit there. <laughs> <laughs> but then you spend it and then it's yeah. like it never goes to – you know. Um, I wanted to say one more thing about this. What did I want to say? Uh, It'll come to me. Okay. Anyway, maybe we should move on. Okay. Carry on. Okay. Um, I wanted to talk about, so I went to a, for my HR certification, I'm required to do uh, an ethics continuing education credit. And so I went to an ethics seminar this week. And for me, it was not new information. It's like, be ethical, have integrity, do the right thing. And that seems really easy. But there were a lot of case studies built into the seminar. And it's not so easy, right? Like one of the case studies was like, you are a business owner, and it costs more money to dispose in a uh, environmentally friendly way. But the cheaper way is not so environmentally friendly. What do you do? And it's like, Okay, well, like, obviously, you're going to do the environmentally friendly way because we want to be kind to our environment, right? But it's going to cost me more money as a business owner. So how do you leverage that? Okay, I want to say something about this. Yes. This is actually a judgment that I have about businesses because I think it depends what you value. It's like, so for me, I... If a business hands me like a a to-go container in styrofoam or if like you're giving me a styrofoam cup... I have judgments and I'm like, I I really think it does set the tone about like what you are. It's like, okay, well, the juice bar downtown in your local town, like local town is probably going to give you a compostable like to go container. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like I feel this, Jessica, this is such a whole, you should have saved this for next week because we can talk about this. Well, we can totally. Okay. So then let's save this for next week. Okay. But because I practice this in Be Still Get It, like in our product selection as well. And it costs a lot of money. Okay, so let's let's save this whole conversation for next week. But 
moving into our news in the biz world, I wanted to share. So this is like kind of connected, kind of not. Um, I read this article this week that in the headline says, um, influencer dietitians paid to promote sugar and supplements on social media. And so I read this whole article and then I started to like look on social media on Instagram and just see different dietitians that oh, were on I've there. I've seen that thing that served dessert with dinner. That's really trendy right now, serving dessert like with yes. your kids' dinner. Yes. And I was just blown away that it said the Federal Trade Commission in the U.S. requires influencers to clearly disclose sponsors for paid content in both video and text portions of their posts. Of the 33 dietitians in this analysis, 17 did not disclose in sponsored videos the content was an ad, and two included disclosures deep in the text description. So, like, huh? what? Wait, hold on. I'm dead. Can you imagine working for the, I'm the CEO of the Canadian Sugar Institute. It's like, cool, you're the boss of sugar. I'm dead. It's like, I work for sugar. Like, I work this, for sugar. What? I'm <laughs> like, you're a dietitian. Your whole premise is to, you know, share good options for people. You have a platform and you cannot even be ethical in that. So I say that to say like the, in the seminar, she said like people want to do business with good people. So be a good person and do the right thing. And for some reason that seems really difficult for people. Well, I think it's like also that tipping point, kind of what we were talking about. Like everyone has a price. So like, what's your sellout price? And like, mm-hmm. I, is there a price in which you would compromise your values? Uh, and is there, Jamie? I, think, I mean, uh, I, wow, that's, a, I mean, you're the one coming from the ethics seminar. For me, I'm like, <laughs> I, for this is so silly, but on, on my scale that I think about it in my own industry is like, okay, I established Be Still Getaways on a core value that like I wanted to provide a luxury product. So for that, that means you will never stay in one of my rentals and walk in. I, I'm passionate about products, like what goes on your skin and what you're using. Jessica knows this That's about a me. Fact. Like I am, oh my gosh. She will actually, we need to talk about that next time. I yeah. Think. I'm like very intense about it. And so let, this is going to be a segue for next week, but like you will never walk into one of my rentals and find like blue dove soap in a plastic container. It's not <laughs> what we do, but like we're constantly pricing things per ounce to be like, well, here are our two products that we love. These are a product that we can put our name on and we feel good offering it in our unit. And it is a big cost for Be Still Getaways to provide this product in every single unit that we have. But I, I refuse to switch to a lower level product. Like I just... There's not a cost for me. I mean, I think you're in the minority. Yeah. Well, uh, there are people doing that, but it's like an an influencer to me feels different because it's like, okay, I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I did try that thing where like, I'll do those like muffin tin um, lunches for Rory where it's like mm. you put, I don't know. I, I learned, I heard them talk about it on the car mom podcast oh, and yeah. um, they just put like a bunch of things in it and I would put just like a little dessert in there because I did hear an influencer talk about that. And they're like, yeah. then your kid doesn't like value dessert at this level, blah, blah, blah. You know what my kid eats first? The dessert. Oh, and they're all like, they won't do that. Dessert will become like a normal right. thing. I'm like, no. um, Wrong. I've done it several times. Yeah. And my kid just like eats the cookies first. So I don't. <laughs> Not working. Sugar. Sugar got me. It was clearly a paid ad in it. 
Okay, but, that, well, but an influencer is hard. You see it; it sets the it sets the tone for your account, and it's like who knows how much that contract costs, and maybe there is some level of research behind that. I don't I just know. Also, kind of lose my mind when you lose when you use your platform for something that's like not contributing to or that's not ethical. Let me say that, like. You have a platform, you know you have a platform, you have followers, and you can't even be ethical in that. I don't know. I just I yeah, I I totally agree with you. That's why I think like being every single time an influencer sends a DM or anything or like sends an email, I'm like, um, excuse me, please tell me your intentions first. Like right. do you need do you need uh money like from online me? dating? Yeah. I literally got one like yesterday from like a mom thing and I was like, Do you need money from me to move forward in this? And she was like, No. I was like Okay. okay. Well, then, well, what then do we I'm got? happy to chat further, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, more to come on that. We can talk about it next week. Um, just like being a good person in business, and maybe I'll maybe I'll even put together a case study for us. So yes, come on, it. let's do it. Add that okay. to next week's agenda. I love that right, so much. Okay. 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 Cool. All right. So, um, our last our last thing on our agenda is it takes a village, and I'll be really quick about this, but. Um, I am hosting a party at my house and it's called a lunch and learn. And oh, this is so on brand. This is so on brand. (laughs) The lunch and learn is where my mom friends from my neighborhood are going to come to my house and bring their kids lunches. And we're going to share tips and tricks on making lunches for your kids for school. So not your typical lunch and learn, but we're going to have lunches and we're going to learn. And I'm going to provide like, you know beverages and snacks and <laughs> Jamie you will laugh because this is totally me but at, in my text invitation like this was literally minimal I just like put together a text and then like sent it out to all my friends and I said from 7 30 to 9 30 we will do this okay it's a p.m it's a p.m yeah, event it's PM. not a lunch event okay here's what I ask I need to see photos. Are you guys actually prepping food or are you just talking about it? So they're going to prep the food at their house and then they're going to bring their kids lunch boxes and like share. Like here's how I do a bento box. Yeah. Or like I do baggies and I don't even think about it. Or we do brown paper bag and, or it's like we do hard boiled eggs and here's how we do that. Oh my gosh. Please take pictures. Hold on. I just request that this would be a whole post on our Instagram because I- I follow all because we do the bento box and people use all those little compartments yes, really yeah. differently. And I yep. just like to know it because lunch is Kyle packs the lunch now. Thank God I had to take that off my plate because it's just too too yeah. much. Um, but I check it in the morning. Um I where I thought you were going with this is I thought you were doing a lunch and learn like um having like a PowerPoint party where everyone has oh, a topic. You're so funny. No. Because no. I could see you doing that too. I would do that. Yeah. But no, so there's like um like ten moms that are gonna come over with their kids' lunch boxes and we're just gonna share like and also like where do you get these things, you know? Because we have like yeah, twenty grocery stores around yes. us. Like what are the deals? Like one of my mom friends has four kids and so like yes. she makes lunches for every single kid. Like and she and she says to me all the time, like, you know, kid one doesn't eat what kid four eats. Right. And so like I have to make very different things and, and buy very different things. So anyway, I'm very excited about it. Then when they leave, I'm going to have them. This is so me. I can't even like, I'm laughing just even about to say this. They're going to leave with a save the date. (laughs) Please tell me more. For the next event that I'm going to host at my house, which is I have dinner. No, 
No. Oh. Two. We've already done the dinner one. We might bring it back. Um, two more ideas. One is bring your mom hack. Like, what is your mom hack? Is your mom hack that you shop on Instacart and have it delivered to your house? That's a mom yes. hack. Like, yes. What is your mom hack that like you do regularly? Is it like how you do your laundry? Is it whatever it is? Like, bring your mom hack. And it's funny because I was talking to my friends about this and they were like, I don't have a mom hack. And I was like, okay, yes, you do. And then you continue the conversation and then they are telling you the mom <laughs> hack. And I'm like, that is your mom hack. Like, Just go pull it out of you. Just pull it out of you. <laughs> and then my second idea, which we'll do around the holidays is a cookie exchange. But I love a cookie you know, exchange. I'm all about like low pressure situation. Like if you don't bake, go buy a cookie at the store and bring it to my house. Also, do you know the thing that I really can't stand about a cookie exchange is like, I always forget the container to bring my cookies home. Oh no. I always forget it. So guess what? I'm going to buy some. I'm going to buy trays yeah. for everybody. And that is your gift. That's what we do at our, because we did a cookie exchange at the BSG Christmas party last year and we're doing oh, it again fun. this year. And I bought just like what those foil takeout containers are with the cardboard oh, lids. Like perfect. that you would get, we bought those off just like Amazon and had those for everyone, like the round ones. And mm -hmm. you put the paper lid on and fold the foil around it. It's great. Perfection. Done. Very cheap. Easy. Yeah. I'm going to go with like a seasonal tray or something. I don't yes. know. I'm like, I don't like the dollar store. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a yeah. good idea. Um, but anyway, those are my, those are my, it takes a village. Like, you know, I will say like, is a little bit of work for me to put this together, worth yeah, it. but like totally worth it mm -hmm. and so much fun. Agree. Agree. I think that's a good way of like treat yourself and being like, I think that all the time I'm like, yes, events and things like that are hard, but like not, I, it's just always so worth it to do it. You know, yeah. I like, also, it's a fill, it's a fill your cup situation. Yes. yes. Um, also I'm just going to put out there that if you're hosting parties that are, have like a fun theme, send them to me. Cause I would also love some great ideas. Mm -hmm. So sweet. Putting that out there. You can do okay. that on Instagram or email. What is our Instagram, Jessica? Um, mom means business podcast. So look us up. And then our email is mom means business podcast at gmail.com. Awesome. It's a lot to type in, but you know, once you get there, you're there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's all I got for today. Sweet. Same. I feel like we have a lot of good things to dive into next week too. I know. I know. I've already got the agenda started. Can't wait. Cool. Okay, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. We'll thanks, see you that's a wrap on today's episode of Mom Means Business. We hope you enjoyed this empowering conversation and found inspiration to fuel your journey as a mom and entrepreneur. We'd love to hear your thoughts, stories, and suggestions at the Mom Means Business podcast at gmail.com. Net with us on social media, share your experiences, and let's continue this incredible journey together. Thank you for joining us today and being a part of our Mom Means Business community. Until next time, keep chasing your dreams, balancing your life, and remember, you are unstoppable.